Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natch beaut, natch beaut, natch beaut, natch beaut, natch beaut. Oh, yeah. I'm a Nashville girl in my Nashville world, avoiding plastic. It's fantastic. I barely wash my hair, put serum everywhere. Skin combination, cream is my vacation. Come on, Jackie, let's go party. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Nashville. Welcome to this beautiful day. You deserve to be happy. Let me tell you who you're talking to in case this is your first episode of Nash Butte. Hi, how are you? I'm Jackie Johnson, the beauty talk shock jock, the queen of creams, your host with the most serums of freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite cookie southern aunt, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, the pop punk princess. It's me, Jackie J. Welcome. Now, this show is a beauty show, but it's also a self-care show. And we talk about all realms of beauty, wellness, self-care. And I say that because my guest today is... You know, I would say a very interesting woman. And um, sh- let me just tell you, she I'm very excited she's here because she co-owns, co-founded a company that is very near and dear to my heart, Seed. Seed has come up on Ashbute a million times. I talk about how it's changed my life. Um, it is a consumer health company. Um, they're all about that microbiome, baby. And I'm going to talk to her about this because I swear to God. I never heard the damn word microbiome until a year ago. I'm like, where did this come from? So microbiome is a trendy topic. Probiotics are a trendy topic. And, you know, her mission in life is to educate people and, you know, help them kind of take agency over their wellness and to kind of change this, um, change this industry, set new standards for it because there's a lot of noise out there. And I'm very excited about her. She's a serial entrepreneur. Um, she's got all these amazing, like, let's see, named one of the 50 most in- influential women in America by Mary Claire? Honey, are you kidding me? 36 rock star women in NYC tech by Business Insider. I love a good list. I love a good list. And she's on all the lists, honey. Uh, like I said, the co-founder and co-CEO of Seed. And her name is Ara Katz. And she's here. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy you're here. Um, the first thing I always ask my guests is, what type of skin do you have? <laughs> that, that's a funny question. <laughs> I feel like I should have a really good answer for that. No, the answers are so, I'll be honest, 99% of people say combination. Um, and that's just in L.A. We all have combo skin. I feel like we're dry from the desert, but we're all like dirty from the air. You know, but you can say anything. You can say white skin. You could say mom skin. You could say anything you want. This is open for interpretation. It's sort of an icebreaker. Um, I have the skin that mediates the environment. Yes, honey. I love. I don't and even know what that me. means. Yes. Well, don't think we're not talking about the microbiome of the skin and hair and yes. body because I'm very curious about that. My second question is, what's your favorite thing about yourself? Hmm. Oh, this is like the meat. What's the meaning of 
<laughs> come on, come on, man, come on, Era, entertain me here. My it, curiosity. Oh, that's so great. I love that. And can I also just point out that you're always in all white? A lot of the time, yeah. people make fun of me for that. But I think that's cool. I think having a signature Luke mm-hmm. is really iconic. There's a reason for it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What is it? Because I am too messy to wear white all the time. Well, so so this is not the reason, but yeah. you know, there's a, in like Ayurvedic and and, mm-hmm. and various like Eastern philosophies. There's a lot of um, theories around how white is incredibly healing. That's that is Ooh. not why mm-hmm. I wear it, but it is why you see like in a, in a lot of those cultures, particularly in like the healing practices, they they do. But in science, you know, black is the absence of all of all color, and, and light, and, and white is the presence of it in terms of the whole spectrum. And, you know, not dissimilar to, like, why people, I think, are steering more towards kind of, like, minimalist lifestyles now. I actually think that um, there are places, and my team knows I'm crazy about this. If you come in our office, it's, like, very – it's very sparse. Oh, I love that. The ability to create – I think that there's moments for friction in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, But I actually think that the more friction we remove, like, the more space there is to create. And I think, like, even in visual – in what you look at – um, that I think that there's moments where like you you want to be stimulated, and I think and and around my body every day, especially like from a creating perspective, mm-hmm. I just I feel like it's yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, but truly, like we as we as a society have too much shit. Correct. I've been watching a lot of um, Marie Kondo, and and I know it's so hard for who people. sells lots of things. Yeah, yeah. I don't listen. <laughs> But you know these. She she goes in these people's houses and they have so much stuff and you can tell the shame on their faces. And they're just like, oh, because we we don't even mean for it to happen, but it just does. So what you just said really resonated with me. I think I've had a couple guests in here say I like to live light on my feet, and I was like, yeah, live light on your feet, like not be bogged down by all your items, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I get asked all the time about sustainability, which this is like the worst advertisement for buying anything from our, our company. But people always say, what are some of the solutions for sustainability? I'm like, it's very simple. Yeah. You stop buying shit yeah. and other people stop making shit. Right. It's yeah. A, it's it's We stop That's consuming it. and we stop producing. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Um, Rocket science. Of course, that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, well, you know, we all have bills to pay. But yeah. it's very interesting. So, Arrow, you're a very impressive woman, as I said, and I know we discussed prior to this that you are not a scientist, but you're going to have to be a little bit of a dictionary for some of us um, because, you know, a lot of people don't understand what's going on, and I'm, I'm going to put myself in that category to, to an extent. <laughs> Let's talk about what is a microbiome. Sure. We I mean, hear the word tossed around. Like I said, I really, truly don't think I had heard that word until last year. Yeah, it's so I'm not a scientist, but yes. I'm a good translator. Love that. I try and be a good translator. Yes. You'll be the judge of that. I'm I'm sure you're great. The microbiome mm-hmm. is the collection mm-hmm. of bacteria. Technically, it's the t- the collection of the genes they express, but I'm going to be Okay, make simpler. it easy, huh? Make it easy, honey. The bacteria that live with within and mm-hmm. on on us. So yes. there's about 38 trillion microorganisms that live in and on our body. That equates to about 3 to 5 pounds of our body that are not human. Weird. Yeah. Whoa. And and each s- system of our body has its own microbiome. Yes. So, so like our butthole has a microbiome. Yep. Your yeah. vagina has a microbiome. Mm-hmm. It, um, you better believe it, yeah. honey. It sure does. <laughs> our well, hair has one. You'd be surprised. A lot of people try and change that microbiome, and I, you know, and and right. I'm not sure that's like the the right approach. Right. Um. 
the uh, like your skin, for example, yes. has a microbiome. But interestingly enough, like the the makeup or the 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 bacteria that exists, for example, on your face or or on your back, mm-hmm. um, or areas for where you may see, for example, like acne mm-hmm. persist, um, actually has like a different microbial makeup than, um, for example, on like your forearm. Yes. And what's really interesting, and and you know your gut, which is why people so so when you read about the microbiome generally, that's what they're kind referring of more, to. They usually refer to your gut, yes. even though technically the microbiome microbiome is the collection of all of the bacteria um, in and on our bodies, but the gut is certainly the most dense and the most diverse. But what's interesting is that, for example, like my forearm and your your forearm are more similar than your own forearm and your own gut. Weird. Man, I'm telling you, this interview is going to get wacky. (laughs) I can already tell. Okay, so that's really interesting. So microbiomes are present on every surface, internal and external. Microbes. Microbes, yes. Yes. So what's it what's a microbe? A microbe is just a microorganism. So it's you know, that that's like the bacterium, like okay, the like it. the um the bacteria, phage, viruses, pro- and there's there's different kinds of microorganisms. We focus at, at seed mm-hmm. only on bacteria currently, but there are a, a number and, and that is the majority of, of kind of what's in and on your body. Um but there are other microbes too. But the microbiome yes. is like the home. Yes. <laughs> it's literally like the, the collection of, of all of them. So basically, we have little bacterias all over us. Oh, yeah. Well, all over most surfaces and the natural world and our soil and our food. And and is that scary to anybody to hear at first? Because I know I'm one of those people that kind of doesn't want to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I did this episode in Nashville about the like eyelash mites that mm-hmm. live on all of us. And I was like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. That's not serving me in like my journey. I mean, I so I I think the opposite, which is yes. which is you know for for <laughs> most things that start with anti yes. uh, have not necessarily served our world mm-hmm. well. Um, but if you think about the notion that, for example, um, you know we we haven't really like known this. I mean, and, and also interesting another interesting stat outside of it being three to five pounds of your body, and that they perform like many many critical yes. functions in your body. Yes, is that this idea that we've kind of otherized or tried to kill bacteria for over a hundred right. years, when we now know that over ninety nine percent of bacteria are actually either kind of um, you know either don't do anything um, or they're not pathogenic. They're actually beneficial. Yeah. Um, it isn't what we have done in thinking that right. way is made ourselves very sick as a species, right? Yeah, like it's like we lowered die, our immune systems. I mean, we die of commu- non-communicable diseases now more than communicable diseases, which, you know, it's one thing to have like the influenza early 1900s, like right. wipe out millions of people. It's another thing to be dying of like cardiovascular disease and like diabetes. And so now, so so after they sequenced the human genome, we had the technology to start understanding like what this other half of us, <laughs> um, and not just us, I mean, the, the environment is, right. is really important too, because microbes exist in the environment. And they do many, many important things. Um, but without Actually, like actually in ignoring and actually being scared of it, right. we've made ourselves and created, you know, antibiotic resistance. Yes. We've cleaned ourselves basically sick. Yes. Um, and so we've, you know, in our obsession, like kind of to your point of like, do I want to know? That's disgusting. Right. Like, actually, that's kind of the framework that has made us sick. And I yeah. think one of the things that we do at Seed outside of, you know, all the nerdy science and, and the products we can talk about 
is we really try and shift perspective. Right. And we try and say, you know, not dissimilar, you were talking about being pregnant before, and I think I always say that my Hey, that was off mic. I'm not <laughs> pregnant, so everybody knows. I, I was, we were discussing my about cycle. Whether or not yes. what it feels like to yes. be pregnant. Yes, we were talking about what it feels like I to be cl- pregnant. I yes. will clarify. Um, I'm not <laughs> pregnant, everybody calm down. <laughs> is th- that you know of. Um, <laughs> Good is, point. is the microbiomes like I always say it's like the closest like men um, a guy might feel to being pregnant because if you start to think like one of the things about the microbiome it's like the matrix it's like once you see it you can never yes, unsee it I hear that so, mm-hmm. so like once you understand like your vaginal microbiome once you understand um, you know how bacteria like what they do when you eat fiber right it's like every single time I order every time I'm about to do something for my body every time I decide whether what kind of exercise to do whether or not to go to sleep it's literally like I think kind of like when you're pregnant, you're thinking about like, well, how will this impact right. this? It, of course, when you're pregnant, the fetus, but like for for you, like your microbes, right? What what am I putting on my skin? What is that doing and disrupting? And it's interesting. Like one of the, one of the best analogies that we use is if you think about yourself as like a coral reef or an ecosystem mm-hmm. or a rainforest. Yes, it's, which and, I am. And, and if you're a climate change activist, you know, you start to think about like, well, exactly what I'm against that they're doing that and and what's happened to the environment is exactly what happens when I make bad choices for my body. So mm. um, every like from like eating, for example, like if you look at what um, processed oils or the sugar industry does to the environment, like palm oil as right. an example, it's I like hate palm it's oil. not dissimilar to like the fact that it has a destructive effect in your body, in your gut, in this in this ecosystem, yes. in this forest. Oh, um, I love that. And so I your think your body like, is a rainforest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I think. Um, so I think, you know, we what, what we try and do is just shift perspective. And, we yes. you know, it's, and, and hopefully by the end of this podcast, you know, you're not like, oh, bacteria, do I want to know? It's it's actually like, oh, you really better no, want to know. No, that's all I need uh, to hear. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and I think I am a product of my environment. You know, growing up in the 90s and stuff, yes. you were taught, like, get the germs off you. And, and yeah, so that it's makes the amoxicillin generation. Yes. I mean, it's that's me. Yeah. And, and so yeah. I think when you start to like realize and, and the cool thing about the microbiome and, and one of the reasons that like gut health and you know there's so many things in science that are far off so you don't feel like there's actionable things you could do today but actually like when it comes to the microbiome there are like actionable immediate things that you can do that like make an impact on your health and I think that's what's that's one of the reasons that it's become so and and things that are like actually have so many downstream and other systemic effects um, outside of probiotics even just like food and you know many other choices um, that we can get into but yeah so so I I hope you shift shift your yeah, perspective it's today. done already <laughs> it's done already so great and i kind of also kind of said that to be funny but i'm happy that the answer came out so <laughs> thoroughly okay where do we start okay why don't we just start with seed i know you have a fascinating sure. backstory of all all of your but <laughs> but you know i read that you started seed mm. um it had something to do with breast milk yes it did yeah I, and you were interested in biology at an early age? Yeah. You know, my mom died when I was 17, and I remember um, that was, like, my first experience of pathology. I always say, um, is a majority of your audience women? 95%. 95. Yes. So all 95% of you. Mm-hmm. I always say women find their way to their bodies in two ways, pathology or pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And, I love that. Um, and I think, like, it really is when you, like, see someone being sick and you you really, you know, your grandparents, like, sometimes when you're younger, like, when you're older people are always like, oh, at least you have your health. And when you're younger, you're like, whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, and snorting you coke off of yeah. <laughs> oyster cards in a bathroom in London or whatever. Yeah. Again. <laughs> 
<laughs> on, on, uh, just yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs> not just me. Um, and everyone in the audience is like nodding their yes, heads. Yes, like, we've oh, all been yeah. there. Yes. <laughs> and, and you're like, and you, and, you, and you really don't know what it means to not have health. Yes. We and take so I it think for granted. at a very early age, I got to see that like front row, you right. know, front row. Um, and I think that was one of my first experiences, um, really, really just like both understanding that. I remember I was researching clinical trials for my mom and like my high school computer lab. And they're at the same time that we were in the very like, you know, medical, like kind of Western medicine, um, you know, I guess like framework for, for treating cancer, mm-hmm. you know, they're always like shamans coming through the yes. house and like, cause I, cause you realize when people get sick and there aren't answers, they will literally do anything. Yes. Um, Stand on your head, yes. you know, uh, what, yes. Whatever it is, like, you will try anything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that was, like, early seeding. And then really, like, my whole life I was always super nerdy about this stuff. I was an athlete and people – and it, somehow I became the person that everyone, like, texted and, like, what do you think of this? Right. And particularly, like, as wellness started to rise, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're, like, all people are get, started getting recommendations from so many different yeah. places. You're a microbiome um, influencer. <laughs> well, this was even before before that, before that even people – the word was even right. used. And I think it was just because I just honestly am a skeptic and I just ask questions, but mm-hmm. not really because I have any um, – like I'm not the I'm certainly not the expert. I would just go ask a lot of people. So I think um, so that led and, and long, very long story short, um, I had a miscarriage and had had resigned from my previous company, which was when I was more in the tech world. Um, and I got pregnant very shortly after that. And um, I can tell you the story at the beginning of Seed later. But, you know, basically when I after I had my son, I started looking and this is about a year into really knowing that we were going to work in the microbiome space and that this really felt like where I wanted to focus my life's work. Um, I could only supply about a third of my son's breast milk. And this is like where, you know, ignorance is kind of more blissful because when you start, when you know what breast, how how critical breast milk is to an infant's developing microbiome, um, it literally is like the fertilizer for the bugs um, and and then forms kind of their GI and and immune system and really sets like a lot of their trajectory for life. And I think every day I wake up and there's some new study that that kind of implicates that. And so I had, yeah, so I had a problem with supply and, and, and I think I was really... kind of saddened and frustrated that the best answer when I was looking for supplementation options, which really there's almost, there's very little science to kind of inform, um, particularly like any, any, any formulas that at this, especially at the time that had any um, understanding of like the infant's microbiome and, and what that was needed there. You know, it was basically just like white, rich moms being like, get the good stuff from Europe. Right. And mm. A, it's really expensive, um, which, uh, which you know, I, I started to think a little bit about, like, the disparity there mm-hmm. um, and, and who has actually access the to the stuff that's mm-hmm. better. Uh, and then second, I was like, that's a really shitty answer. Right. Like, because like, when you go to look at those, I mean, yes, maybe they have a little bit of a cleaner supply chain, but for the most part, there's no science. Um, and so we really started to see, like, at the beginning, it started with that journey to reinvent infant formula, which we're probably about, like, a year or so away from cool. launching. Perfect um, timing my, for my baby. That's right. When you <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll back into that timing. Um, and so, yeah, so that, that was kind of what started our journey. Yeah, I, I have that here, and that's so interesting. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, yeah. So, Seed. Yes. Uh, gut health, gut science, bacteria. Um, I guess let's talk about the misleading messaging um, that exists out there in this space and the hyperbolic claims, mm-hmm. because I know that's like a personal mission of yours as well as your company's. Um, because, you know, like you said, the rise in this wellness movement, a lot of people are capitalizing on it. And, the you know, everybody's really enthusiastic about their self-care. But um, mm-hmm. you're very passionate about the science mm-hmm. and the research. Let me, just tell me more about that sure. and, and Seed's mission in that. Yeah, so you know, it's 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 a funny, it's a it's a great question, and it's it's an interesting one. Depending on where you are in the world, the answer is also like a little different because there's yes. better regulation in other parts mm-hmm. of the world. So, like for example, in Italy, you can't use the word probiotic. Wow. Yeah. Um, and I think that's because so so I think what we care. I mean, we could get into a whole thing about the right. claims of the wellness industry, yes. which would be it's probably other three-hour yes. podcast. Yes. But in general, yes. um, the lack of regulation around the term probiotic. Mm-hmm. So probiotic has an incredibly specific scientific definition. And it and it was written actually by our chief scientist um, of our consumer division um, in 2001 for the UN and the World cool. Health Organization. And it has a very specific definition that says that, you know, to, to qualify to use the term probiotic, it must be a live microorganism. So that's the, the first part is live. Mm-hmm. The second part is um, when administered in adequate dosages, which means that you know the amount um, to have an effect in the human host, to create a benefit in the human host, which oh. means it's been studied mm-hmm. in a clinical trial um, to be able to demonstrate with that dosage, with viability, which means like it's live, um, that it had an effect. So when you walk into any of number of the yes. fancy mm-hmm. <laughs> overpriced grocery yes. stores in LA. I won't say the name. Yes. Um, the idea that there's probiotic tortilla chips and yes. there's probiotic skincare and there's probiotic um, chocolate and there's a section uh, with a sign that says "good for your gut brain access." A, it's not true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that there aren't other benefits, right? Po- possibly. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's a probiotic. Or when you have people say, well, I ferment my own kombucha and therefore it's a probiotic or I'm kimchi and a probiotic because it has. So what's happened is that because something has bacteria, people just assume that it's a probiotic. Mm-hmm. And so that's something, you know, and you would say, well, who, I mean, who really cares? I mean, it's healthy. Who cares if you're, you know, and, and the reason that we are, care so much about the stewardship of the term probiotic is because in the future, and particularly if you look at where research is heading, I mean, it really is going to impact. For example, there will be probiotics that are regulated as drugs. Um, we recently announced um, for for the ninety five percent of your audience mm-hmm. um, who are women, I imagine that over fifty percent of them have or have experienced UTIs, and or recurrence of them. We have a drug. Uh, My hand drug. is up. Yeah, for have... people who can't see. So you know, they're right, the worst too. The like, worst. oh my god, <laughs> I don't wish them upon my worst enemy. No, but so we have a drug, uh, a drug going into trial soon um, for urinary tract infection. But it's a micro, it's a probiotic. Yeah. Um, and so you can imagine, and it's interesting. I think people underestimate how public opinion and how these misconceived ideas of things, like take GMOs as an example, mm-hmm. another example. 
vaccines, probably potentially another um, uh, like half the people just clicked off. <laughs> um, um, if you're not into vaxes, um, you know, listen. Um, I mean, if everybody wants another pandemic, like, yeah. sure. You know, if, if you're an anti-vaxxer, maybe you should turn this shit yeah. off. I don't know what to um, tell you. No, I mean, look, I, I, all this stuff has nuance to it. Um, I think I think. The the point there was that the 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 claims. So first, you have to look at like the 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 claims, even just on probiotic supplements, and right. just like the wild west of just saying like what it. But does. you're saying people can the word probiotic cannot be used unless they've done this clinical trial in in the United States. Yeah. Go for it. Right. Do so, whatever you want. So I could put probiotic on my phone case. <laughs> if you put microbes on there, you <laughs> yeah. could. Yeah. Okay. For the most part. Or you could say it's micro. your phone case is microbiome friendly. Okay. Or hmm. you could say like it doesn't disrupt. And there's absolutely no regulation wow. around it. It's terrifying. As a drug, of course, there's mm-hmm. regulation. But yes. you can imagine that like as you start to misuse and misuse, A, it's misleading because it's not a probiotic. It's not having that effect in the body. Yes. But it's also misleading. And for just our future... If we know how critical these are going to be for, like, NICU babies, for um, our vaginal health, for treating urinary tract infection, for possibly offering an alternative to statins for cholesterol, for um, lowering cholesterol, uh, for um, inter- interventions for diabetes, for type 2 uh, diabetes especially, for um, for so many indications for cystic acne. Like, it's very important that the term has some stewardship because yes. otherwise it becomes so diluted. You're like, well, it oh, already I'm, has been. Yeah, I mean, that's 100%. why you're here. I'm, yeah. I'm learning. And, and I know y'all are doing a lot for the honeybees. Too. Yes. Yeah. So these, you know, this could potentially like really make a huge positive impact on the planet I and us. Hope so. But yeah, I mean, and, and, I, and look, it's easy to just kind of like be skept- a big skeptic, and I, which I which I absolutely naturally am. But really, and, and we, as I said, we could go into the well wellness industry. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I, I we care so much about this stuff for probiotics, just because it's they are going to be a huge part of our self care in the future. I mean, yes. I know the podcast is about self care. Every single thing that you currently do for your body, every category in your kitchen and on your bathroom shelf will be disrupted by and or start to create a total perspective shift because of where microbiome research is going. Skin being probably one of the next big ones. Oral health, skin and oral health probably being the two next like landscapes that will be like totally change the way you think about your mouth. Wow. Your That's really exciting. And kinda. your vagina. I think yeah. your vagina. Those are my it. three favorite topics. Yeah. Skin, mean... mouth, and puss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my three favorite. So, so is Seed a probiotic company? We're a microbial sciences company, and okay. I, the only reason that mm-hmm. I the only reason that I make that distinction is that we do like on, the, on our consumer innovations brand, which is Seed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, we that is part of making kind of next generation probiotics, but we also are working, for example, our infant formula, it contains probiotics, but it's more thinking about like not just the application of microbes, but we also then think about what are the implications for somebody's microbes. Um, so it's it, it's it's not always a microbe, but for the most part, most of our pipeline is thinking about like how you take microbes to impact human or environmental health. Yes. It's just not always a probiotic. There yes. might be. Yeah. Because I feel like I've talked about people say what kind of what probiotic what probiotic do you take and I say seed right but it's Great. but but it's a symbiotic yeah but it's a I mean it's a it, yes. it is it is twenty four strains of probiotics in mm-hmm. the product that you take and then there's also um, a, a, a 
new class of prebiotics that are included, which is why it's called a, pro, uh, a symbiotic, just yes. because it happens to have both. I love that. Um, but it is essentially it's Because prebiotics is a whole other thing. Yeah. Huh? Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know? Pre-bi- prebiotics are, if you think about, the best way to think about prebiotics is they work in two ways. Mm-hmm. Most, and, and most companies and most other products kind of work in the first and we work in the second. The first is they're simply food for your good bacteria. So literally, just think about it as fertilizer or food. Um, their substrates or compounds that bacteria, beneficial bacteria, use to grow. Um, so you might see like inulin or you might see FOS or XOS or GOS. Those are um, fructo oligosaccharides, um, different oligosaccharides, which are just car- basically like a... a <laughs> My eyes are crossing over. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. I just don't know what the hell you're talking um, about. But you, on the label, I'm just like yes, anyone I've seen them on the seed label. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, well, th- those are not in ours. So those, are, those are the ones that you see in most others. Got it. In ours... We actually use a different class, which works in a different way. So if the first one is fertilizer or food for the good bacteria, the second is actually compounds that bacteria use to create other substances that are beneficial for your body, um, So, uh, they, which are called metabolites. So if you think about um, – so, for example, one of our one of our compounds comes from um, the skin of Indi- Indian pomegranate. It's called punicalgin. Um, actually, in the next couple of years, we're going to hear a lot more about um, pomegranate and these substances. You heard it here first. your bacteria actually take that um, compound and they turn it into a metabolite called urolithin A. And that's another one that we're going to hear a tremendous amount about um, in the next uh, in the next few years. You'll start to that will become one of our like gluten-y yes, buzzwords. Yes, I can't wait. Um, and they're called what, what bacteria pre- produce with some of the metabolites. They're called short chain fatty acids. Um, not a band, actually. Just yeah. A, just a chemical term. Full of me. <laughs> If you're interested in learning more, the Seed Instagram is on point. It's at Seed. How did y'all get at Seed? And also, follow-up question. A, bu- a duffel bag of cash. I mean, truly, because y'all have Seed.com, at Seed, and then you have a private account for your son, at PAX. And I'm like, how did y'all fight that vape company to get at PAX on Instagram? Are you in the Instagram Illuminati? Like, how did you get that Instagram? I... I'm not. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, color I mean, me impressed. I got, I come, the seed.com is a whole other story. Yeah. Um, I come from the tech world. And, okay, got uh, it. And, she, and, she's you knowledgeable. Know, you, yes. You, you, you find your ways through these things. That Actually, I did not get it from the vape company. We just had it. Be, I had it. <gasps> Have they DM'd it. you and been like, hey, I want that uh, damn account? Every 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 vape company in the world DM'd me. Yeah. Yes. I just plan on waiting until I have to pay for college. And I'm just I mean, them. honestly, that's not <laughs> a bad idea because I was like, when it said at PAX, I was like, oh, she's probably an investor in PAX. And then no. I go and I'm like, oh, wait, nope, it's her son. No. Cool. I'm not, I'm not interested. I bet your son gets tagged in a lot of late yeah. night munchies <laughs> videos. Yeah, actually, we get interestingly enough, our our the majority of our tags, yes, 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 but also um, we get tagged in these um, Thai real estate ads. Uh huh. <laughs> oh I, yeah. No Does doesn't why. Angelina Jolie have a son named Pax? I I I don't know. You know, why. he's yes. probably trying to get that Instagram account. <laughs> That's probably true. So yes, I um, was going to bring up the poop chart because Seed Instagrams all kinds of interesting things all the time, and they did um, Instagram a poop chart. And, you know, that isn't something I talk about on the show a lot, but it's very interesting. And as we're talking about our gut health, um, you know, it's something that we don't all talk about and it might be important. So I did yeah. save the Instagram. Oh, yes. You're talking about the Bristol stool chart. It's yes. actually It's actually the standardized chart that they use in um, like GI research to be able to type um, poop. 
Okay. So you can imagine the days where your poop's a little more solid. It's, you know, type three. You you kind of want to be like type three and a half, but uh, it goes all the way from like little <laughs> little pebbles all the way yes. up. It goes from pebble to puddle. <laughs> yes. And you know, I'm going to be honest. I get I get a pretty broad spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, depending on my stress, mm-hmm. uh, but I found this interesting. So yes, everybody look up the Bristol stool chart if you're yeah. interested. And actually, um, you guys edit this, yes. Yes. If you want, I could talk about something really fun that would be really awesome to, to tie the release of the podcast to in October. Cause we're doing a, um, we're doing a campaign where you have to take a photo of your poop to train, oh. to train an AI. Um, oh, to be able, so I think it could be fine. That's it's only if, if you could hold it till like October twenty second, we could announce it and then have your audience do something. I mean, that. I could announce that on another episode sure. for okay. you because okay. this is probably gonna come out in like uh, two, okay. three weeks. Okay, but well, it'll be, I mean, it's only, it'll be yeah. a little earlier okay. for that. Sure. But I mean, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I send photos of my poop to my sister all the time. Just for fun. Yeah. If I get like a long, we try to see mm-hmm. how much. Oh, how you can curve it. Because I made yeah. a J, like uh-huh. a J for Jackie, like a big one. And so I'm like, I, someone has to see this. Someone has to see I it. I can't yeah. let this there, slush away. There are, interestingly enough, um, in the far corners of Reddit, mm-hmm. there are many people who would love oh, to see it. Yeah. Um, and also, actually, in a lot of Chinese <laughs> Chinese social media platforms, it's like a pretty regular huh. share. Yeah. Um, so, so we need to destigmatize poop photos. Oh yeah, well, I mean, destigmatize poop in general. Yes. I mean, it is. It's literally like this this data dump, <laughs> yeah. really, mm-hmm. that we get every day that has like really important insights for our health. Oh, it is um, a data dump. Yeah, and again, I think that's more in uh, terms of like the the programming of my generation, absolutely. and you know, we're told to not talk about mm-hmm. it, and you know, um, not just your generation. I mean, it's you know, and, yes. and, and it has like poop has some really important um history mm-hmm. uh meaning like you know be- before we had um sewage sewer system i mean this this is how disease spread so i yes. understand like how how or one of the ways disease spread so i understand like that there were some negative yes. <laughs> uh, affiliations but right. it really is incredibly important um you know understanding and and there's a huge component of your of your stool that's also bacteria yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that same post talked about, like, what is your poop? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I found it very interesting. Oh, wait till you see our campaign. I can't wait. Well, I will definitely put it on the show, and, and I'll send in a photo. As It's anonymized, so as you should. Uh, maybe I'll do it. I mean... It, we have a way that you sh- can share on social, but it's not sharing I'm definitely photo. not. Yeah, I'm, that's a little too far for <laughs> no, me, but... It's, we have a way that you... Sh- just share, said, said that you in the way that you say I voted. Uh huh. You say oh, that I, I pooped. pooped. Yeah, like love. Hashtag give a shit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. Yep. Well, we'll definitely do that. We could do a whole episode on poop, but unfortunately, we have to move on. <laughs> that's for next year. Let's really quickly. You're just... like that's when you start buying advertising. Yeah. Oh, they'd love it. Are you kidding? <laughs> my advertisers would love. You know, these Rothies on my feet. They're like, hey, use code Natch and take <laughs> a shit. They would love that. <laughs> Real quick, let's just talk about seed and ordering seed. Sure. Let's talk about the sustainable packaging system of seed. Just sure. get all that out of the way. Then I want to talk uh, listener questions because they're interesting. I can't wait. So because like I said, I started taking probiotics a couple years ago. I was buying the most expensive ones at the fancy store mm-hmm. because I was convinced when it said, and we'll talk about this when we get to user questions, it says on there, a billion strains or whatever. And I was like, well, my stomach is a mess. I'm going to spend $90, literally $75 a month mm-hmm. going and buying a little plastic jar, taking it home, mm-hmm. eating them. And so when I found out about Seed, 
I found out about through That's a Retrograde Girls when they mm-hmm. were on Nashville. Yeah. I listened to your episode on that, on their show. And I was like, I'm ordering this. You know, it's 50 bucks a month. It comes to your door. I don't have to drive to the store. And I used them and sound, had such great results. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely felt like, a, and you know, I'm not making claims here. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I felt my mood elevated. I felt I was getting better rest. My stomach was much better. My pussy's on point. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I love these. I'm here. So I started talking about them on my show. You're here now, so just tell us about like how it works ordering them, and, sure. and again, the packaging is so lovely. Oh, thank so you. maybe tell us a little bit about that too. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, bacteria. We bacteria kind of show us that everything is connected, and so yes. we care a lot about sustainability. And um, I think we have a long. I think every, we we as a as a race have, and a, a species have a long way to go as we yes. think about um, the future yes. of like even sustainable packaging and even what sustainability means. But at least we do our part, and we certainly um, we certainly. Our first, our the the way that you receive the product today is that you get, um, and and I think especially in the supplement industry and in yes. probiotics and wellness in general, there's like a tremendous amount of waste. Yes. Um, particularly because these are things you use every day. Yeah, I mean, if I'm taking a supplement every day, it's like a jar every month yes. gets thrown out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the first kit comes um, in a you know in a in a recyclable box that has actually a tray that's made from um, agri- compacted agricultural waste that actually grows uh, mycelium skin. So it's just fully composed. You literally can just break it up yeah. and put it in the ground. It's really cool. Um, and that's what protects your glass jar. Um, and then with the glass – and you only get the glass jar once mm-hmm. um, with your first uh, first 30-day supply. And then it also comes with a little glass travel vial that actually holds a week's worth. Yeah. And one of the reasons I think two we weeks worth, oh, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I worth. use it when I travel. Yes, two weeks worth. Um, and – one of the reasons we did that was because, of course, people use these little plastic bags yes. and a lot of plastic when they travel, but also because of how important it is to be compliant with your routine and to be able to take and, and to make sure you take probiotics every day. Because con- contrary to popular belief, they don't you don't just like take them and then they like stick around. Right. Um, they're what they call transient microbes, which is kind of like they do their work on the road um, through your body. So. Um, that's the first month, and then in subsequent months, they just come in this little bio-based pouch, um, and you just refill your jar. Yeah, um, and they and come right a, to your door. Yeah, it's a material that um, is fully compostable. Um, it comes insulated in a corn foam that actually is made from green cell corn uh, foam in um, Kentucky. Uh, all of our vendors um, for all of our sustainable packaging is all open sourced on our website, um, so that if anybody who has a company wants to look into any of them, they can find them. That's so um, neat. And the cool thing about that corn foam is you can eat it, or you can just put it underwater. It just dissolves. Um, so, uh, so that's, that's kind of yeah. the system and it's, it is, as you said, said $50 a month. Yes. And it's very chic. Thank you. And you can use code <laughs> Natch and get a discount on your first Not all month. white. That's true. <laughs> you know, y'all could have done white jars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Um, but, okay, let me get to the questions. They're very interesting. Uh, There's so many. It's going to be hard to begin. Okay. Here's one that I thought was interesting. Have her tell us more about the gut and mental health. Amazing Mm -hmm. research there. Yeah. um, Early Mm -hmm. research. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of, um, this is where like at Seed we say kind of there's 
evangelism over the evidence. Yes. I.e. walking into that said grocery store and seeing a gut brain section. Yes. With um, fermented yogurt. If I yogurt. eat these chips, my right. I'll be happy. The answer is there's a tremendous amount to know there. Mm-hmm. We do know that there's connectivity. Um, we And, of course, there there is the vagus nerve. We know that there's um, a, particularly now microbes that are being studied and understanding. So let me start by saying there's a, mis- a little bit of a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. A, I think that there's a lot of like, oh, I take this, I eat this, and therefore my mood is better. And by the way, right. m- maybe. Right. Um, still un- kind of unproven. Yes. Um, in terms of from a microbial perspective, there's still – you know, there's a there's a, a stat that gets thrown around, which is, oh, 90% of the neurotransmitters in my body are produced in my gut. And therefore, that's what the gut-brain axis is. And that's why it's so connected. So yeah. I mean, that gets thrown around a I've lot. I've heard that a lot. I was actually going to say that to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, no. and, and, and 90% of your serotonin is made in <laughs> your right. gut. But, yes. but actually, what people don't know is like how critical those neurotransmitters are for just like digestion, honestly, for motility, you for like moving ha- stool to your body. You have to be happy to yeah. poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, but but they, don't, they don't actually have to do with being like your mood. Right. Like, they actually have a function yes. for digestion. And Got so I it. think it's it's a – I just – I would just say that it's very early. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, I think we know that there's a deep connection. Actually, there's um, this past year there was uh, identified there was a piece of research that kind of identified this kind of like super highway, which they they used to think that there was a longer period of time that information information got passed from the gut to the brain, but then they found out that there's like a super highway that actually information is going even faster. We do know with areas like uh, something that's really interesting, um, like satiety, is really and, and like your appetite is very oh. very. Um, controlled by your microbes. So, for example, there's a number of microbes that are being studied that actually change, like, the signal around, like, when you believe and understand you're you're satiated. So, like, I think the first wave is going to be much more around, like, um, like hunger, satiety, uh, like that's kind of where we're, I think, appetite, like around like food and the understanding there. And then, of course, there's a tremendous amount of research happening around, like, using microbes for treating, like, depression, anxiety, and, of course, other symptoms. What's what's very hard to know, um, this is me kind of pontificating, but mm-hmm. like and, and certainly some of the conversation I know happens in like the scientific community. What's very hard to know, like you hear this with autism too, um and, and a number of other areas where like a, there's a lot of GI symptoms associated with yes. that mental health, is what you don't know is like chicken or egg, right? Like what you don't right. know is whether or not someone has disrupted gastrointestinal like has GI symptoms because of X, you know, right. of, of X disorder, or if, or, or, if, it, or if it was because, part of the cause, right. and so and and so that's very challenging because GI dis- symptoms are so disruptive to quality of life, yes, and so upsetting. Take I mean, it depending, from me. you know, yes. so upsetting can be so. Um, uh, you know, um, disruptive to like basically just being able to live your life. Yes. And of course, that's incredibly upsetting yes. <laughs> and creates anxiety. And yes. so you don't, there's a feedback loop that I think what's a little hard about where the research is, is that sometimes you don't know what, pre, you know, so so I think what, what kind of predates which which piece, but absolutely there is um, for sure a connection. I think that there's a lot more that needs to be researched. I think it will be fascinating to see. I think there's a really interesting stat, again, evangelism a little bit ahead of the evidence, but mm-hmm. to your point, I mean, you, you did talk about your mood change. Is that and and that and the and the what when I when you say that what I hear is well with having better GI like with having better digestion does that improve your mood or did the microbe improve right. your mood right and so that's, right. that these are things that we, that need to be te- teased out yes that being said the end result is if somebody feels better they feel better and so I'm one of the cool stats I saw 
last year was that um, which I thought was just really indicative of the direction of this is going. Not because I believe the science is there, but um, that millennials are turning to a probiotic first. Um, to try before um, turning to a, a prescription for an antidepressant, which I thought was an incredibly fascinating trend. Um, again, that was like consumer research, right. not, not scientific research, but I thought that was so interesting. Definitely interesting. Um, and I can't wait to hear more when, mm-hmm. as it rolls out. Okay, some of these questions I feel like we've answered. Uh, let's see. Uh, how do we How do we find out what our own microbiome needs? Is there a test for that yet? Oh, diagnostics. Uh, well, I'm not sure if you're, you're how how close your audience might follow this. Um, you may have seen it, but you know, Ubiome uh, recently kind of oh. uh, fell apart, and they had a big FBI raid. They were oh, they were wow. tri- they were triple billing insurance, and there were some oh, other shit. issues. But, Is that the um, company where you like turn in your poop? Yeah, there's a number of them. Okay, so, yeah. So there's a number of diagnostic companies. You know. I think we're that's crazy. That mo- sounds like a lifetime movie or something too, like a poop oh, a there, poop there company getting raided. Yeah, oh there will be. Will Shit be like, happens. Yeah. <laughs> rated R, Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen. Um uh you better yeah, you should you should trademark that. Yes. Um, it's already it's already Register it with the writer. Hollywood field. reporter already has yeah, the article obviously. Like it's happening. Yes. Um the 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 diagnostic thing uh, so uh, like just at the beginning you mm-hmm. said let's get our terms straight. So Yes. What you need to understand in microbiome research is, and like kind of what like Obama initiated the Human Microbiome Project, um, which was like one of the largest like government funded science and science projects like re- really ever commissioned by the um, by the NIH. And after many years, you know, one, there's a number of things they concluded about what kind of makes a quote unquote healthy microbiome mm-hmm. diversity. Yes. So like having, but and that and uh, and what they call richness. So like if you think of like abundance, like denseness and diversity. There really, there's no like your genome. Everybody's microbiome is so different. So what they, what where science has kind of moved towards is less being totally obsessed with the composition, meaning like what's in there, mm-hmm. and more obsessed with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because perfect example, you and I can, um, for example, like you and I may just like get a test back from a microbiome diagnostics company, and we can go into the limitations of those, but uh, that says we have wildly different microbiomes, mm-hmm. like very different in terms of composition of bacteria. But you and I might be producing the same amount of butyrate or, or what I mentioned earlier, like urolithin A. And we can measure butyrate and urolithin A the same way we would measure, like, let's say, vitamin D, for example. Mm-hmm. But, we, what, but what won't tell me everything is if I just look at what's in there. Because you don't know what they're doing, if that, if that, if, if I made, if mm-hmm. I made it clear. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of microbiome science is moving much closer. And again, in the in vaginal microbiome, it's a little bit different. But for the gut, mostly, which I think is what your reader was asking, yes. or your, your audience member was asking, it really like one of the really hard things about these diagnostic tests, outside of some of the limitations of them, and whether or not it's reproducible, whether or not you need more of a, a larger stool sample to be able to see all the microbes in the stool, is what a lot of these companies are doing. Is it's a lot of of correlation. Um, and so we just think it's really early. We think it's mm-hmm. kind of selling curiosity at this point. Yep. But um, we're not even sure that actually being able to tell someone what's in there versus what they're doing um, is is the right approach regardless. Makes sense. The people, I think we are very obsessed with personalization right now. Yes. And I, I caution against that mostly because... You mean like buy this product that we put your name on and send right to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, we can't, confuse customization with personalization. Mm-hmm. So if a company only has seven SKUs, 
mm-hmm. or seven different products, and they say they've personalized something for you. What they did was you took a quiz, and then on the back end, they gave, they spat out the things that in the in their that they already had in ready their decision to go. tree, mm-hmm. like already. And so you know, there's and, not and, somebody out there personally making no, a product yeah. exactly and, for you, right? You know, and 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 that's I mean, it's a you know, things have to start somewhere, and and that makes sense. I think the thing that you have to decide as someone, you know, is being more discerning about your health is, yes. you know, why are we so obsessed with personal, you know, personalization? Of course, everybody, but everybody is different. Yes. Um, I think that there are areas that, and and I think a lot of us like just don't like the 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 best answer, which is probably, you know, you have to be your own scientist. Like yes. you you have to experiment. I mean, just because, by the way, even just because something's personalized for you doesn't even mean it's going to work. Right. Um. And so I think you know I I think the the diagnostic tests are selling a lot of curiosity to build their large data sets. Um, so that they can then monetize them oh. later. But That's like that 23andMe argument where you mm-hmm. send them your DNA and yeah. you're like, there could be a clone of you made yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I know you well, said you're a skeptic. But at least, but 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 I, but I there, but their science is further along. Yes. You know, and, and, and genomics is further along. I'm, and I think there's much larger data sets for what they're doing. There's so, some wild yeah. shit happening. I mean, multiple people I know have done 23andMe and a huge family scandal has erupted. Oh, that's You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. oh, I have a brother. Oh, I my dad's not my dad. I mean, I'm not joking. Yep. Crazy stuff. So right. I haven't done it yet i don't need any more surprises this year (laughs) um but in terms of the you know so so the kits i think we just caution about i think when people are just curious i think it's fascinating um and it and it can be just an interesting experience i just think you just need to chalk it up to what it is i think there's a couple companies uh one in israel that's not yet available in the u.s that looks at um how you metabolize glucose um and, and i think that is a marker that has some really good research behind it um the problem is that some of these tests will tell you just looking at that one little marker, it will say, well, actually, you would metabolize like um, a chocolate donut better than a banana. Wow. And so then what you have to say is just because that one biomarker says that, right. is a chocolate donut better for me than a banana? Right. Do you know, and so I think that's one of the, the challenges. And, and, and it's not that I think anything is malicious. I think it's just early. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I, I feel like for, yeah, I would have to send them like 10 days of poop to give them like all the different stuff. But I don't even know if even with 10 days of poop, right. if we are out of 10 days place. of poop is another movie in development. Yeah. That yeah. Zoe yeah, I mean, Deschanel, I, I think, I just thought attached. it was the sequel to yeah. Shit Happens, but we can call it. I, I'd build on the franchise. Yes, I agree. That's my old world. You're I'll a businesswoman. You. <laughs> yes, I will take your advice. Uh, okay, this is a good question. Uh, do you take probiotics on an empty stomach? When should we be taking them to make them yes. be- the most benefits I'll give you the scientific answer and I'll give you like the real answer we want both the scientific answer is you should take them on an empty stomach okay. about an hour before a meal containing fiber. Okay, that's what the I feel like I've read that on the Seed website. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, I actually I, <laughs> I I had something to do with with the Seed website. Mm-hmm. Um, the real answer, and this is goes back to the previous question, mm-hmm. is that everybody is def- different. Yes. Um, and not everybody, and you also don't know what else people are taking and what right. they're eating and what their schedule, you know, what their schedules are. I take them. Before I go to bed at night, mm-hmm. you, trying to get at least three to four or five hours between meal and, and taking them. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happen to have found that I'm more compliant yeah. um, if I do that. If I'm being honest, that's what I do too. Yeah. But when you said that, I was like, am I not doing it right? No, I think that the I think the more importance is that you're not you're not you're t- like taking it on an empty stomach I think is probably just optimal um, because yes. just because you're not inducing all the bile acids the enzymes it's not going you know it's not it's 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 not kind of going through you're not in digestion mm-hmm. um, interesting the the most the best answer 
is anything that you can do, and I and I think that about this for with a lot of health and wellness. And actually, I was I was reading Melinda Gates' book recently, and I think it's it's like I I I think one of the biggest problems in human health mm-hmm. is just it's human behavior. Yes, it's not that we don't know course. things. It's just that you just don't do the good shit for you every single day. Yes, and so the answer is what will what whatever you need to do to take do something every day that is helping you. And makes you feel good and makes you feel that you are maintaining your health and resilience. Do it whenever. <laughs> yes, I think that's um, a great answer. You know, at least for pro- for, for probiotics, because right. it, it, it's better than saying, "Oh, I I'm going to skip them today and therefore take them tomorrow when I can do it at the time." And what right. ends up happening is you just don't like. Then tomorrow yeah. comes, and so and and so I think in in the formation of a habit, um, I would say do it when when you can be compliant. Have you always had amazing hair, or does the probiotic have something to do with it? Because I, I actually swear, had no hair before seed. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, you were like I was completely bald. <laughs> no, bald. Well, I have. I it was, was actually growing in <laughs> inside. I, yeah, it was growing in. <laughs> it was on the you could see it in your eyes, <laughs> inside your face. It came out when I started yes. taking seed. Um, well, you know, I you know, you're joking, but I have I've been I know you're the expert, but I have read that it helps with your hair growth. I have seen it myself. Um, I, I can just tell you that anecdotally, there are um, people that have had um, different hair conditions mm-hmm. um, that definitely that certainly report that, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not something that's been studied yes. or claimed by us. Got it, got yes. it. I, you're so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I there's more listener questions, but I don't gain anything by fooling people. Yes, I think that's very refreshing. <laughs> Uh, I want to ask you just personally, because yes. this is a beauty show, like we hear about microbiome of the skin yep. and the, you know, in the face. Um, do you have any thoughts on like how often we should be showering? Because I've heard if you shower too much, it'll fuck up your microbiome of your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything, uh, research in that world or? There's a lot of research that's mm-hmm. starting and mm-hmm. coming around, um, certainly around like the effects of various soaps on the okay. skin microbiome. Mm-hmm. Um, the frequency of showering and the maintenance of your skin microbiome, I think it's so, so my, my, and and then of course you can get into like how often you should wash your hair and how often, how you should wash your hands. Yes. Um, so like some things are a a bit different. Um, I want to know about that because I'm a big hand washer. Yeah. And actually, and, and (laughs) this, and this is where, why nuance is so important, um, for all the vaccination people that are still listening. <laughs> when you say um, vaccination people, you mean people who don't believe yeah, in it? Yeah, I mean yeah. yes, yeah. I just I say that only only because I um I think it's a really important to a- acknowledge nuance, mm-hmm. um, and I think that there's very few things in human health that are black and white. Yes, um, and that is and, one of them. And if we could all tolerate more nuance, um, I don't know if I don't. I mean, I think that there's when I say that there's there's just nuance, like just as an example, like what you're asking me about cleaning. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think like I like I think the the quick rinse with like a really really mild soap mm-hmm. um, is is great, uh-huh. um, and it, particularly like we do live most of us live in the built environment, and you know like wh- why not? Um, right. And also, I think that we have you know we have certain like hygienic like norms that we've adapted to that would be different if we were still living more rur- rurally or in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I think hands is a different situation where really you know when you when you when you're kissing your boyfriend you're swapping like about 70 million microbes um Yummy. in like i think like a 16 second kiss you mm-hmm. know um and so when you wow touch people, that's real like that we were talking about at the beginning like mm-hmm. that's a lot for me to hear yeah you know what i mean like that's intense <laughs> your boyfriend's gonna like dm me on instagram like 
now the we don't swap. kiss anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm shutting that down. <laughs> um, you had us post on the seat. Do you run the seat Instagram? Uh, no, it's, my team does. They're but, but great. We're all, but we're all very, very invol- involved with there, it. Because there um, was one about, like, b- vaginas and penises mixing yes. their... Oh, yeah. I we're thought actually, that was very interesting. That's something... Um, for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. we're doing something awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Let's mix about, those genitals, baby. Yes, yeah. Both, I mean, for any mixture of genitals. Yes, we're, we're that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mix them all up. Very, <laughs> we love that, you know? <laughs> we're very excited about it. Um, but anyway, the long answer, the, the, the short answer is... You know, I think to be studied, I don't mm-hmm. think there's like a you should ch- – and also it depends on like what you do. Right. There are people who work in factories that are exposed to chemicals all day. There's people – you know, there's people yes. who romp around in, in gardens yes. all day. Yes. You know, like, there's like I think it really does depend on what you do and what you're exposed to. Um, I don't think showering is bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's our use of very harsh chemicals and harsh soaps mm-hmm. that probably um, – that, that, that does impact our skin microbiome. For hands, uh, actually, I think the, the amount of seconds that's that – I think this was studied. Um, I would have to find the the reference, but I believe it's 15 to 20 seconds of hand washing. Uh, actually, is is um, that was studied, I believe, amongst sur- surgeons or amongst doctors. Uh, but I do believe in hand washing. I think it's probably one of the most important things we can do to prevent the transmission of yes, disease same. or pathogens, for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. And what about our faces? I mean, you know, it's it's really it's early mm-hmm. in understanding. Like, I can't sit here and say this soap does this to the microbiome right. of your face, and this does this to the microbiome of right. your face. We. I was really hoping you would give me some answers. I think the the I think one of the quick and I, I look a lot a lot of it is very different depending on if you have like acne, right. for example, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and probably dryness. age. I will say that. For people who are more prone to psoriasis or atopic dermatitis um, or eczema, mm-hmm. um, those are gut mediated. So, for example, there's two strains um, in sorry, there's a there's a blend of strains in our daily symbiotic that actually work on that gut skin axis, and those actually um, like something like eczema, for example, or psoriasis, atopic dermatitis. Th- those actually have implications where you actually can ingest microbes that infect that affect and um, modulate that inflammatory response that creates that. So, so in some ways. And, and then topically, which is, I think you were asking me more topically. Yes, of course I was. Um, this is Nash Butte. Yeah. <laughs> um, although, I mean, you take, you know, I mean, I'm sure this people. This is the microbiome. Yeah. We want to know what's going on um, underneath, too. I, I am almost always skeptical of anything ingestible for skin, but mm-hmm. actually there are a number of very well um, characterized like microbes that do work on that gut skin access to for, specifically for those kinds of conditions. And um, depending on where you are on the, the test for healthy skin, which is in dermatology, they call the SCORAD score. Um, anecdotally, and again, because the, the strains were studied in people with those conditions, mm-hmm. anecdotally, we do hear that people um, experience, uh, like who are just more dry or more prone to those conditions, but maybe don't have them, do, do experience better better skin. Um, for topical, as I said, you can't say, like even, it's interesting, Dove has a, a body wash out now that says microbiome gentle. Wow. Um, See, everyone's getting on this trend. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I mean. Yeah. What we're about to see, you'll, your toothpaste will start to say, yeah. I mean, everything, Every, it's, it's coming. It's, yeah. Your pro, your tampons, your, pa- I mean, everything, your your clothing, yeah. uh, particularly like underwear, like it will. Oh, like microbiome yeah. undies. Uh, microbiome gentle. Micro, yeah. A hundred percent. 
all coming. Get ready, everybody. Yes. Buckle up. Yes. Um, and so uh, and so for the skin, I mean, it's I mean, the, the decision points that I make now, um, I, I use something that I, I, I just wash my face with something I feel is pretty like just it's it's mostly aloe. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly that that is not coming from science as much as it's coming from an intuition that it's probably like less disruptive mm-hmm. um, than uh, the many of the other things that are out there. Um, and then from a moisturizer perspective and um, other serums, I mean, what, what we're working on is really looking at like how you can maintain a live microorganism and apply it to the skin, mo- mostly for acne or acne prone mm-hmm. skin, um, and then have that maintain the microbial ecosystem that wouldn't allow like P. acnes to persist, for example. Um, and so that's that's like our that's kind of like what we're looking at. We're looking at prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics for the skin. That's neat. Yeah. But most of the probiotic skincare that's out there today um, is not live and is not, again, going back to our earlier. Right. Uh, definition does not qualify as a probiotic. Hmm. Well, that's really interesting. Where is the seed laboratory? It's not in one place. We, yeah. we that's so with... cool. I want to go. I want to put on a lab coat and little glasses it's and like go look. You, I mean, you can come with us. We we do a lot of um, metagenomic, like a lot of our sequencing work, like the nerdy data mm-hmm. work at Baylor College of Medicine, which is the site where the Human Microbiome Project actually that's where the, all of those um, samples were sequenced. We do a lot of work in, Har- in the Harvard system, so a lot of our clinical trials are all in like Boston, like nerdy Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of Canada uh, because our chief scientist on our uh, consumer innovations division. He's, his lab is there. Um, and then University of Maryland School of Medicine is where Jacques Ravel, who's our partner in our, all of our vaginal microbiome research, exists. So, and then a little bit uh, UCSD, and, UC, and then all of our skin work is at UCLA. I mean, we could have talked about vaginas for an hour. I'm kind of disappointed we do that we didn't. We do <laughs> Yes, same. Oh, my God. I mean, what – is there like a quick – tip or anything because I did get a lot of questions about it don't too from sh- the list okay don't do anything does anybody do that anymore yeah I think people do versions of cleansing right that I'm not sure like are good for your microbial ecosystem okay let's talk about that real yeah, quick sure and also I'd love to know about like butthole too because okay. this has come up on Nashville too I when I've talked about cleansing my butthole I've gotten emails that say you're not supposed to cleanse your butthole out I mean what are you talking about a colonic or you're just talking about like cleaning yourself? I'm talking about like soap, soap it up, soap it up, rub it in and rinse. Um, I mean, I think it's, <laughs> it's a good question. I mean, again, it goes a little bit back to the soap question mm-hmm, that we were talking mm-hmm. about. My guess is that it's probably better than having fecal matter in your butthole that when you wipe inadvertently could translocate that bacteria yeah. to your vagina. Yeah. Um, and so in in some ways, like it's probably like not a bad thing. But to, but to but get maybe a mild soap, not like a harsh. Or just water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. what about the vagina? How should we be taking care of her? Uh, it's a great. I mean, my answer doesn't yeah. have a lot of science to it. Yeah. You know, my answer is like just intuitive, which is like it's exactly what we were saying before, which is um, which is be be mindful mm-hmm. of. Um, of what you're putting in there uh-huh. and on there, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's probably like the most important thing. Yes, I don't. I just it's the same thing, which is the obsession with. Um, and also like knowing that some of the things like odor, these things that we I think try and cover up or whatever, they they are very important biomarkers also for something else that might be going on, like bacterial vaginosis, for example. Right. Um, so instead of just like ignoring them and trying to like cleanse cover it away, it up, like, right. it's also a good signal to maybe like also go get tested. Right. Um, so that's that's. Certainly, certainly one thing, kind of like how mm-hmm. we flush poop down that big data dump down the toilet. Yes. There's probably there's data that comes from there that's pretty important. The pussy um, has data. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then I think with UTI, I mean, a good tip for UTIs that actually is is well yeah. proven in science. 
you know, I think everyone just like rushes to go get their Cipro prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, a, antibiotics are, are increasing in resistance, which means that they're starting so not to work. So scary. I don't like that. Um, uh, well, I like it if there's another alternative. Right. Um, I don't like it if there isn't. But I think the the D mannose, which is just the sh- which is just a sugar, um, it is readily available on Amazon, literally anywhere. And I think it's always fascinating to me that pe- women don't know about this. But if you are prone to UTIs or you get UTIs, like D mannose is magic. It binds to E. coli in the urinary tract. And literally, if you feel like a UTI coming on, if you just are prone to it and you want to take it daily, it is literally just a sugar. It actually tastes delicious. I mean, it's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. So you just put – but it's um, – that's a compound that has been well established um, to really, really help. I mean, I've told this to women. They're like this – fundamentally changed my life. That's so interesting. And I could just buy it well, on Amazon. Well, of course not. You know, this, the, the patriarchy is real. <laughs> they, they want us to all be keeled over in pain, you know? Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. I mean, I know that was dark. That's really interesting. I'm happy. To, I, that's great. I'm that. Listen, I yes. had to get some kind of vaginal. We can out put. Of you. Um, we could put if, if you do show notes or whatever. We yes. can send you a link for those. Yes, uh, I yeah. definitely. Nashby.com is always yeah. where I put. All I mean, my it's show it's notes. incredible. You literally just put it in water. You could take high, higher doses of it and just take it. I mean, it's 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 um it's magic. Yeah, like for women for women especially who suffer and or feel it coming on or just want to take it preventively, it makes a huge. What difference. about yeast? Oh, yeast. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a great answer for you. Yeah. Um, I can tell you the things like what you eat affecting it mm-hmm. is um, I think there's a there's a lot of people who do say that the modification of their diet can be helpful. Mm-hmm. I don't we don't we haven't seen a lot of the science for that. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, you know, one of those when you start modifying your diet, I think you just end up being healthier in general. Right. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like a a marker for other things you start doing that are healthier. So I imagine that it, it maybe that can be helpful. I know women sit in buckets of uh, apple cider vinegar and yogurt to, and literally will do anything. Yes. Candidiasis and, and yeast infections. I, the answer is, is I don't have a great answer for right. you from a microbial perspective. Right. Um, Fair. But it is something that is on our roadmap and yes. that we're actively working on. My gynecologist told me I need to have more sex. I mean, sex is, sex is probably one of the biggest disruptors of the vaginal microbiome. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said, though. She said it'll yeah. even oh, itself it. out. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it'll... It's actually really... You know, it's 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 not bad advice. Yeah. <laughs> well, she explained the whole thing to me. Mm. She was like, your, your, your vagina has yeast in it already, and then every time you have sex, you get vaginal tears, and then the yeast gets in mm. there, and then... It, she explained mm-hmm. it all to me. Anyway, that's personal. Okay? <laughs> We're all on our own mission here. Okay. Era, I have... Uh, a couple last questions for you because this is Nash I, 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 we could. There's so much more to discuss, but I would like to just hear a little bit more about your self care rituals mm-hmm. because that's what the show is about. And I read an article, and you had some really beautiful um, things to say. The, your first one was breathing, which I appreciated. <laughs> it's kind of true. I mean, I'm it's a lo- true. I'm a long time yogi, and I think mm-hmm. like the. I know it sounds crazy, and even on the days where like I'm not being good at it. Mm-hmm. If you just pay attention to your breath, it is tra- it is life changing. Yes, I just did this Reiki session, mm-hmm. and uh, I was vibrating. Yeah, I and, mean it really, and, and it was from the breathing. Yeah, I, like I, I mean, I sit in meetings, and like I mean, probably most of my team doesn't know that. I like I, it's it it, it it it's a kind of awareness in your body that I just think, and and just literally from a, it's almost like a, a meditation that's happening while you're doing other things. Yeah, <laughs> other things, but yeah, it's. I know it sounds crazy, but I, I also, you know, I'm not one of those people that thinks um, self-care. I think the stress of self-care is worse than just 
Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like yeah. it, like buying this and no, doing that. No, I feel like it's, like, it's crazy. Am, every day I have like 95 things I'm trying to keep up with over here. Yep. You I'm know like, what walk, I mean? Yes. Take a hike. Mm-hmm. Drink some water. Mm-hmm. Put some lemon in it. Yeah. Vitamin C, it's good Good for you. Um, eat a lot of plants. Yeah. Eat fiber. And diverse plants. Diverse I read plants. that on the seed yep. thing. It's like diversity of plants. Diversify what you're eating, yes. and that helps diversify your microbiome. 100%. Yes. Look at me, honey. Absolutely. Yes. I also it. heard your partner, when he was on uh, That's a Retrograde, said to get a dog. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I already got yeah. that. My microbiome <laughs> is diverse AF, not to brag. Yep. So, yes, I found that very interesting. Um, and that. Um, I'm going to make that t shirt. Yes. And I'll buy it. Y'all's merch is on point. Thank you. Can people buy that merch? No. Okay, honey. We drop it for free. It's really but good. But we're working people enough people have asked us that we're just like we're thinking about like if we could make it and then have that go towards funding something that can be really like meaningful. Oh, I so I love that. We're working on that. Well listen, seed and era are changing the world. And I really and your vagina. And our vaginas. <laughs> and your poop. And our poop. And our skin and our nails and our bodies and our happiness and all these other things that she said are anecdotal, which I need to start saying. I think saying something is anecdotal is like, yes, honey, that is the protection of the lawsuit. <laughs> I had so much fun talking to you. Uh, we have so much more to discuss, but we got to get out of here. We only do an hour here on Nashview. But um, where can everybody find you slash seed on the Internet? Uh, if they want to continue. Yes, honey, she's got that seed.com. What a chic title what does the name seed come from by the way it comes from the process of seeding which when you're born mm-hmm. your your first exposure to microbes so um is like coming out of the canal yeah or or, or if or, you're a c-section yes yeah if you're a c-section your your microbiome looks more like um your your mom's uh your mother's skin microbiome mm-hmm. um and not uh, her and pussy if, microbiome no well and actually the vaginal birth looks vaginal but also fecal matter like fecal <gasps> microbiome oh, and then shit. also skin um, okay, interesting. Yeah. But there's, anyway, that's a whole other episode, but I'm for telling vaginal you. versus C-section. But yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, this isn't Natch Birth. It's Natch Butte. <laughs> but, you know, I'm down to have that combo. Franchise. If I am pregnant, we'll have that. We'll have <laughs> exactly. you back. <laughs> and once again, I'm not. Just yeah. so everyone knows, I'm not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here, Era. Seed.com. Uh, at Seed on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on the lookout for all kinds of exciting things. I'm telling y'all, the Instagram is really visually cool. So I think check it out and learn. Oh, y'all did this great thing about vitamin D and sun Mm -hmm. and sun exposure because that's big on Natch Butte. Mm -hmm. It was like you need 15 minutes of sunlight, I believe, on a week Mm -hmm. is what it said. I think a day. Oh, is it a day? Honey, I got to go outside. Okay, (laughs) let's get out of this damn studio. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm probably going to call you me. and ask you a bunch of questions about my vagina and about all of this. I mean, it's if you looked at my text threads, that's <laughs> pretty much all people talk to me about anymore. And photos? I'll just go ahead I mean, and <laughs> send you wait some. Wait for the campaign. Okay, I cannot <laughs> wait for that. Yes, please send me all the info. Uh, everybody listening, thank you. And uh, check out nashby.com if you want to see any links to everything we've discussed. You deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck. Keep that microbiome on point. And keep your fringe fresh. <laughs> Star Bands Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.